You are listening to a Climate Farmer Stories short take with Nando Jaramillo, recorded in the Moon and Stars Commercial Kitchen in South Royalton, Vermont. I came here in the summer and I saw all this corn being grown for silage, and most of it was for all this dairy industry, you know? And so uh, the idea popped up, this is great because we, we, we can like grow like all these different strengths that we can make, be able to grow here and use that infrastructure and give them a way for them to diversify and start using like all these regenerative practices to grow corn and, and create like a more nutrient-dense corn. And so that, that's, that's what I did. So when I got here, I started growing corn in Randolph and then I connected with Cedar Circle and I continue growing. I've been growing corn for the last five years in different farms. Then I got, so I, I reached out to, to Senator Sanders' office. They helped me a lot because they put me in contact with Joe, Joe Bosson. He owns Vermont Bean Crafters. They were in need of help at the Tortilleria because he owns uh, All Souls also. I told him what I wanted to do. And he says, I like it, let's do it. Let's, let's see how we can make that work. I would go up there and help them out. And, and that was one of the, the Moon and Stars projects was to make the arepas. Now we have the arepas. Um, I started working on this kitchen here for the empanadas, and we're starting to distribute now, you know, and so we have them at the co-ops here in South Royalton and in White River. We're starting to distribute like in the, in the Hanover co-op now. It's not like a profitable business yet, but it's growing. I feel like I grew up in Queens, in New York, in the 70s, and there's a large population of Colombians. There's like a million and a half Colombians there. And so the idea, the idea was to connect and create like this sister city relationship where we bring that diversity here to Vermont, because I feel like this lack of diversity here. And when I was in, in, in Colombia in the, in the 70s and 80s, I saw the change when the industrialization and the free trade agreement started and all this corn started flooding Colombia. And so you started seeing all this change in the way that people make things. And they adopted that because it was cheaper for them. You know, and they stopped growing their corn. And so I feel like that was like really detrimental to our culture. A lot of Colombian population here in the country, and you go and you see, and they have, they, all they use is that crap. They still use it. And they don't want to change because they already adopted those things. That's my idea to bring back all those different strains, the ones that are adaptable to this area because of the shorter season, you know, growing season, and because not every corn does well here. So growing food in itself is out of control, you know, like the way that people farm, they're not taking into consideration like the health of the soil. They're just extracting, 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 especially like industrialized agriculture. That's what they do. I started going to all these soil workshops and learning about soil carbon sponge and soil health. And I went to a real organic project and there was like all these people talking. I had been working on a farm in Miami, the little farm that we had. And we were using like biodynamic practices to, to, to grow our food there. But we had never been able to grow corn because it was just like not the, the right situation there. I started learning about like all these different practices to grow soil and to create this high-density nutrient food. 
I went to a workshop with this lady and she was from California. I just fell in love with the arepas in, in the region that I grew up in because that's like, like a big corn production area in Colombia where I was living. And that's like the, in other regions of Colombia, there's a lot of wheat integrated into their culture. So they eat a, some bread and stuff. But in the area that I grew up, that I was in Colombia, is more of a corn region. So that's basically, that's what we eat there, arepas. And so I saw that change when the free trade agreement started. And you started noticing this corn that, and it was not the same, you know? I feel like corn is one of the elements, but I feel like it's not the whole vision of the project because I feel like the project, I think that that for-profit model is obsolete. And I think that the food system should become more community-based and, and have that support from the needs that, that, that we need to be able to create a transparent system. And that's my whole process of this, because I feel like the whole transparency on where we source our food, how do we create a system that really is cohesive what we're experiencing as a society. And it's not just about the form, it's about the whole food system. And how do we create that food system that really aligns what we envision as a, as a regenerative culture? That for-profit model is done because they, will ne they can never be sustainable unless they have that subsidy and that help. If we perpetuate that system, we'll never get out. Agriculture is the main source of, that's where we, we live at. If you perpetuate that system that's devaluing the sense of life in, in our planet by dumping all this and putting money ahead of the health of our soil and our planet, we'll never get out of it. That's the key. This is the key. If we don't switch to a system that's aligned with this philosophy, we'll never get out. That's how deep this thing is. You just heard one of 11 short takes for the 2023 Climate Farmer Stories exhibit. The Climate Farmer Stories podcast includes all the Climate Farmer short takes, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. The Climate Farmer Stories project is a collaboration between the Climate Farmers, Anagramist, and Vital Communities. I'm Becca Warren. Thanks for listening.